0: How would you like to become a genius? How would you like to become a genius, even though you have an average or even below average IQ? Your little baby faith can absolutely take you there. Psalms 111, verse 10, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. A good understanding have all they that do his commandments, his praise endureth forever. The fear of God is the beginning of wisdom. The fear of God brings us into compliance with his word. And when we participate in the beautiful book, we participate in the supernatural inerrant truth. When God's owner's manual is the authority of my life, all of my decisions will demonstrate the marvelous genius of God himself. Because of God's genius, I will make the best choices in friends Make the best decisions regarding my career. Make the best choice in a spouse, or in some cases, choose not to have a spouse. Make the best choices in child rearing. Make the best choices in finance. Make the best choices in entertainment. Make the best choices in health. Make the best choices in what and how I think. Your life's decisions will demonstrate your genius because you will have harnessed the genius of God, regardless of your intelligent quotient. Psalms 19, verse 7, the law of the Lord is perfect, converting the soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise the simple. The glorious Jesus Christ, by whom God made the worlds, lays out the beginning of genius in John 3, 3, Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Have you yet to become born again? Born again means simply what it says, born a second time, this time as a son or daughter of God. You were born a first time as a child of Mr. and Mrs. So-and-so. When you are born again, born of the Spirit, you become a son or daughter of God. At this place, all your sin and its shame is washed away. At this place, all of Satan's bondages are broken. The bigger, the better. Today, everything becomes brand new, and I do mean everything. Imagine, even your name is changed, and your new new name is recorded in the Lamb's book of life, God's book of birth certificates. In just a moment, I will give you a prompt and invite you to follow me into the everlasting kingdom of God. You will participate in the grandest miracle a man can know. Are you ready to embark on genius? Here is the prompt. Click on the Further with Jesus for childlike instructions and immediate entry into the kingdom of God. Now for today's subject. God said, John three sixteen, For God so loved the world, that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. God said, Hebrews 11, verse 6, But without faith it is impossible to please him, for he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. God said, Luke chapter 12, verse 32, fear not little flock for it is your father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom man said the bible was written by old dead men who by today's standards would be deemed primitive and uneducated get rid of that old outdated book now the record welcome to god said man said feature 1024 that will once again certify the full supernatural inerrancy of god's holy word All of these faith-building features are archived here in text and streaming audio for your edification and to serve as ammunition in the ongoing battle for the souls of the lost sons and daughters of Adam. Every Thursday Eve, God willing, they grow by one. Thank you for coming today. Take advantage of five highly beneficial and convenient God said man said digital options. One. Subscribe to God Said, Man Said podcasts from your electronic device and receive a new feature each week. Two, sign up for the God Said, Man Said weekly broadcast and fresh bread will be emailed to you, God willing, every Thursday eve. You may also download nearly 414 hours of God Said, Man Said features to your electronic device directly from the website. Listen to one every day. Number three. Follow God said, man said on Facebook and Instagram, and give your social media feed the fresh bread it needs. Four, you have questions, God has answers. Type a keyword into the search bar top right, and watch the screen populate with related information from Adam and Eve to quantum physics. And number five, use the Tell a Friend feature above to send a message to someone you love. It's so quick and easy. May God's peace be multiplied unto you. It's the nature of God to bless. He loves to do it. It's obvious when you consider the beginning and the end of the story. For us, it all starts in a garden in a place called Eden, the paradise of God. The Garden of Eden was the magnificent handiwork of God. God's first man Adam and first woman Eve were awarded the charge of groundskeepers. They were immortal. There were no storms or foul weather. Every morning was a beautiful, postcard-perfect sky. There were no tears, no death, no sorrow, no crying, no pain of any kind. But when faith in God's Word was replaced with unbelief, everything fell apart. The law of sin and death began to reign. Adam and Eve lost their immortality. All of their children, us, were spiritually stillborn we ended up with a world full of violence and evil imaginations. Conversely, the end of the story is a marvel upon marvels. Faith in God and his word is restored in Christ Jesus, and the end of our journey is more properly stated as the beginning of our eternity. Revelation 21, 1 through 6 gives this vision of our future. And I saw a new heaven And he said unto me, It is done. I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. I will give unto him that is a thirst of the fountain of the water of life freely. It is God's nature, his desire to bless. But why faith? Why is it faith alone that can please God? Hebrews eleven six. But without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. The principles laid out in this feature are recurring on God said man-said because of their empirical importance. When I have these simple childlike principles down, the secret of amazing blessings becomes apparent and present. No longer will you flee from God's commandments, you will race to embrace— three principles number one god wants to bless you and me more than we even know to ask consider first corinthians 2 9 but as it is written i hath not seen nor ear heard neither have entered into the heart of man the things which god hath prepared for them that love him his heart yearns to bless his children number two Inherent within every commandment and precept of God's Word is the blessing or curse. Because every commandment and precept of God's Word is the perfect and inerrant truth, obeying yields the blessings of doing the right thing. Because every commandment and precept of God's Word is the perfect and errant truth, disobeying yields the curse of doing the wrong thing. Inherent within is a blessing or a curse, and it is just that childlike and simple. Number three, principle number three, without faith, it is impossible to please God. It can't be done. Faith in God is faith in his word because he is the living, life-creating word. John one: 1 in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God of Jesus Christ Revelation 19:13 states and his name is called the word of God John 1:14 And the word was made flesh and dwelt among us and we beheld his glory the glory is of the only begotten of the father full of grace and truth Faith in God's word followed by obedience is called righteousness When we obey God's word he can bless us because we are in a blessable place, and this pleases God. It is just so childlike and beautiful. The benefits of faith are immediate and also eternal. Faith stands to the truth long before today's science begins to understand. The redeemed obey the word of God because by faith they know it is true and that obedience pleases the God of blessings. The believer didn't know that their obedience to God's commandments against all forms of fornication would mean that they would not participate in the curse of STDs, sexually transmitted diseases, which marks nearly half of the world, but the God of faith did. The believer didn't know that their obedience to God's strong endorsement of breastfeeding would result in healthier children and mothers, as well as children with higher IQs, but the God of faith did. The believer didn't know that their obedience to God's directive to meditate on his word daily would result in the rebuilding of the brain's gray matter in eight weeks, but the God of faith did. The believer didn't know that their obedience to God's heavy reliance on olive oil would turn out to be one of the all-time greatest health elixirs, but the God of faith did. The believer didn't know that their obedience to God's strong commandment concerning fasting would totally rebuild their immune system, but the God of faith did. The believer didn't know that their obedience to God's direct commandment to attend church would result in life and life more abundantly. They didn't know that those who attended church more than once a week would live 11% longer than those who didn't, which translates to eight years or 2,920 days, but the God of faith did. The believer didn't know that their obedience to God's commandment to be baptized in the Holy Ghost, where they would speak in new tongues, as they did on the day of Pentecost, would result in boosting their immune system dramatically, as well as dissolving stress. But the God of faith did. The summary regarding the Science Daily article titled Unconscious Learning Underlies Belief in God, studies suggest, was published September 9, 2020, and it reads... Individuals who can unconsciously predict complex patterns, an ability called implicit pattern learning, are likely to hold stronger beliefs that there is a God who creates patterns of events in the universe, according to neuroscientists, end of quote. The believer didn't know that their obedience to God's commandment to believe in him would result in implicit pattern learning. But the God of faith did. The benefits of faith in God and His Word are immediate and eternal. For many years I labored in the prison ministry. On one occasion I walked onto the first floor of the prison complex and was stopped by the guard, who asked me to visit a young man in a glass cell. The glass cell was necessary to keep the young man under observation as he had attempted suicide during the night. I looked into the young man's eyes and told him he wasn't very smart. If he had succeeded in his attempt, his eyes would have opened to hell fire, unless he had called upon the mercy of God before his transition. His life was not his own to take. I told the young man that I had power to introduce him to the man, Jesus Christ, who would make him wiser than Albert Einstein. I don't know whether Albert Einstein gave his life to Jesus Christ or not. I just used Einstein as a widely recognized man of genius. Real life genius is reflected in the decisions one makes. When you have embraced God's commandments and precepts in His holy word in faith and obedience, you have literally harnessed the genius of God. It's just that simple. God said John 3.16, For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in Him should not perish, but have everlasting life. God said, Hebrews 11, verse 6, but without faith, it is impossible to please him, for he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. God said, Luke 12, verse 32, fear not, little flock, for it is your father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. Man said, the Bible was written by old dead men who by today's standards would be deemed primitive and uneducated. Get rid of that old, outdated book. Now you have the record.